When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In today's show, we have lots to discuss, including Bitcoin shrugging off BlockFi and chain of protests, China protests, as the Bitcoin price holds strong at $16,000. And here's an original quote, trust nobody, verify everything. That's the Bitcoin mantra and totally applicable in real life. Keep your friends close and your enemies closer. Brutus killed Caesar. Judas killed Jesus. And Sam Bankman freed and the SEC killed millions retail investor dreams. Facts. Also in today's show, Chainlink eyes 25% rally ahead of Link's staking launch in December. That's right. Link's price could rally on speculations over Chainlink's Oracle services growth, coupled with a supportive technical pattern. I'll be breaking this down for you. Also in today's show, it's the non-whale Bitcoin investors breaking new Bitcoin accumulation records. That's right. Bitcoin addresses holding up to 10 BTC have been accumulating record amounts of Bitcoin in the aftermath of the FTX collapse. Also in today's show, FTX reportedly used Alameda's bank accounts to process customer funds. That's right. The former FTX CEO, Scam Bankman Freed, in a conversation with Vox, admitted to using Alameda's banking facilities for FTX user deposits. Also in today's show, BlockFi sues FTX, Scam Bankman Freed, over shares in Robinhood. That's right. BlockFi is demanding Bankman Freed's investment company. Turnover at shares in Robinhood is collateral. It agreed to pay as a part of the pledge agreement. Also in today's show, crypto veteran Bobby Lee reveals his Bitcoin price floor and says that bad actors in the industry should be flushed out. Also be breaking down his $250,000 cycle peak prediction as a throwback, which he shared last year. And we'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. And with that being shared, I want to welcome everyone just tuning in to today's live show, a Crypto News Alerts podcast episode number 1118 of the Crypto News Alerts pod. Good morning. It is November 29th, 2022. And as usual, we have a lot to cover. So let's dive right in. And by the way, I am your host, JV, checking out Coin360. We can see the entire crypto market pumping back in the green, which is a great omen. Bitcoin up almost 2% for the day, trading above 16400 at the time of this recording. We have Ether up almost 5%, trading back above $1,200. Dogecoin up a whopping 10%, trading above $0.10. Cents. And we also have Litecoin breaking out in the forest green, while Binance Coin, Polkadot, Solana are all in the green as well, including Chainlink, Uniswap. And the list goes on and on. And checking out coinmarketcap.com, we can see the current crypto market cap sitting at $832 billion with about 
$1.7 billion in volume at the past 24 hours. Current Bitcoin dominance back on the decline at 37.8, with the Ether dominance at 17.8%. And checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers in the past 24 hours, we have XCN up 13%, trading at almost 4.3 cents, followed by Hobby Token up 14.5%, trading at $7.10, followed by Phantom up 10%, trading at 21.7 cents. And below that, we have Dogecoin, Chainlink, and Dash. And checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers for the past week, you can see literally a sea of green. Once again, a great omen for the altcoins as we have cryptos such as HT up 45%, Ape up 34%, FTM up 27%, as well as Thilo up 27%. And checking out one of my favorite indicators, it is the Crypto Greed and Fear Index. Shows we are currently rated a 26 in fear, yesterday a 28, last week a 22 in extreme fear, and last month a 34 in fear. So there you have it. Welcome everyone just tuning in to today's live show. Lots to discuss. So let's dive right into today's Bitcoin technical analysis and check out what's happening. Bitcoin held crucial 16,000 support into November 29th as the bulls weathered the ongoing FTX fallout and macro triggers, which you can see here in the Bitcoin one hour candle chart. Now data from Cointelegraph market point trading view showed Bitcoin leaving lower levels untouched overnight. The Bitcoin slash USD pair has seen a flat downturn after November 27th weekly close thanks to uncertainty from China over the COVID measures and a recovery nonetheless took the market higher with 16,500 coming into play at the time of this recording and as Cointelegraph reported traders as well as analysts have warned that it was all but essential to preserve the current support with a violation opening up the road to $14,000 or lower and for popular crypto trader Crypto Tony he even felt comfortable going long Bitcoin on the day quoting him here on Twitter, flipping the EQ would be a safer long entry, but keeping this open with a tight stop loss is the best way for me. And in accompanying chart, identified support and resistance zones in play on the mid-range timeframes, which you can see in this chart, even fresh repercussions over the FTX debacle failed to dent Bitcoin's performance. Meanwhile, these came in the form of a bankruptcy filing and lawsuit from crypto lender BlockFi, which I'll be covering in great detail later in the show. And the latest in a chain reaction sparked by FTX going under. The news came alongside a surprise resumption of salary payments by the defunct exchange, quoting Van Day Pop. Makes sense after this bounce as we have created a higher low on Bitcoin and aiming at resistance again. He shared, and quoting him here, taking out the range between 16500 and 16800 would trigger continuation towards $18,000. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the analysts. Meanwhile, China woes cool ahead of the Fed Powell speech. China Meanwhile, formed a main macro focus on the day with anti-lockdown protests impacting the market sentiment, nonetheless seeming to ease. Asian markets bounced back strongly with the Hong Kong Hensing up 5.2%, as well as the Shanghai Composite Index gaining 2.3%, which you can see in this chart. And quoting Mohit Kumar, analyst at investment banking firm Jefferies, we do not expect China policy to publicly shift away from the zero COVID stance. However, we can see some easing of the policy uh, privately and in localized areas. November 30th looks set to be the key trading day of the week with Bitcoin's monthly close accompanied by a speech by Jerome Powell, chairman of the United States Federal Reserve. That's right. We have just one more day left in this month for November. Many were expecting an up November, but very unfortunate. We'd have a very cynical November, to say the least, with a very negative price action overall in that crypto market. 
which you can obviously see as I just shared. And with that being shared, now I want to share with you an original quote I came up with last night. Trust nobody, verify everything. That is the Bitcoin mantra and totally applicable in real life. Keep your friends close and your enemies closer. Brutus killed Caesar. Judas killed Jesus. Sam Bankman-Fried and SEC killed millions of retail investor dreams facts. And now I want to actually discuss our next breaking story of the day and do some technical analysis around Chainlink, often referred to as the missing link of the blockchain. I saw Chainlink, I think back last year when a lot of alts as well as uh, Bitcoin hit an all-time high. I believe Chainlink was uh, like $50 plus. And right now it's like insane because Last I checked, it was like $7.50 or in that ballpark. But let's discuss a potential breakout scenario for Chainlink rallying potentially 25% for this upcoming month of December. Here we go. Chainlink. Chainlink looks poised for a 25% price rally in the days leading up to its staking protocol launch. Based on several fundamental and technical factors, the staking feature will go live as version 0.1 in beta mode on December 6th, which is what next week, comes as a part of the so-called Chainlink Economics 2.0 that focuses on boosting link holders' rewards earning opportunities for helping increase the crypto economic security of Chainlink's Oracle services. Now, earlier, Chainlink users had to launch their own nodes to receive rewards and link tokens and the staking feature effectively opens new avenues for them to earn link rewards that could in theory boost demand for the token and additionally demand for links parent platform Chainlink as an oracle service provider should also increase now david goshstein founder of blockchain focused media company goshstein media believes it could happen in the wake of the recent ftx collapse the analyst highlighted how trades have been seeking more clarity on exchanges reserves after the ftx fiasco which can boost demand for Oracle services such as Chainlink and in turn push Link's price higher. Quoting David here on Crypto Twitter, Link is definitely being overlooked. With everything that has happened with the new proof of reserves being pushed out there, Chainlink will be used to push that data out there. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the analysts. Now, Chainlink Labs launched this proof of reserves auditing service to exchanges November 10th. The speculations have helped Link's price rally in the recent days. Notably, Chainlink price gained 35.5% eight days after bottoming out locally at $5.50. And it's currently trading around $7.50 at the time of this recording, its highest level in the past two weeks. And the Link slash USD pair now eyes for their upside in the near term, price technicals suggest. Now, Link reclaimed this multi-week rising support trend line November 29th, three weeks after losing it in the wake of the FTX-led market sell-off. In doing so, Chainlink token also invalidated its prevailing ascendant triangle breakdown set up towards $4. Thank God. Now, it trades inside the pattern's range, eyeing a rally towards the upper trend line near $9.40, up 25% from the current price levels by the second week of December, as shown here in this chart. Now, Mikhail Vende Pop, the market analyst, says he also anticipates Chainlink to hit or cross above $9, as he shared here on Twitter. Chainlink showing a ton of strength, also expecting continuation there to happen. If I didn't have along yet, but I do, then I'd be targeting for something like this in which I'd be looking at $9 area. So there you have it. And moreover, a bullish continuation move above $9.40 resistance could have link I $16 next, the ascending triangle breakout target. Send it and let's freaking go. And conversely, slipping below the triangle's lower trend line. Again, risk bringing the breakdown set up towards that $4 mark back in play down about 45% 
from the current prices. So there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding Chainlink? Let me know in the comments below how many of you are currently bullish on that Oracle service. I have been bullish on Chainlink for many years now, and it is definitely one of my long-term hodls, but I'd love to know your thoughts in the comments right down below. And with that being shared, now let's discuss mass accumulation taking place. But guess what? Not by the whales, just ordinary investors. This says a lot and speaks volumes, so let's break it down. Some non-whale Bitcoin investors seem to have had zero issues with the crypto bear market, as well as fear, uncertainty, and doubt around the fall of FTX. According to on-chain data, smaller retail investors have turned increasingly bullish on Bitcoin and started accumulating more BTC, despite the ongoing market crisis. According to a report released by the blockchain intelligence platform Glassnode on November 27th, according to the latest data, there are at least two types of retail Bitcoin investors that have been accumulating the record amount of Bitcoin following the FTX collapse. The first type of investors, classified as shrimps, defines entities or investors that hold less than one Bitcoin, currently at 16500 at the time of this recording, while the second type are crabs, <laughs> kind of funny, are in a category of addresses holding up to 10 BTC, which would be valued at $165,000 at the time of this recording. Now, shrimp investors have reportedly added 96200 BTC worth $1.6 billion to their portfolios following the FTX crash in early November, which is an all-time high balance increase. This type of investor collectively holds 1.21 million BTC or $20 billion at the time of this recording, which is equivalent to 6.3% of the current circulating supply of 19.2 million coins, according to Glassnode Analytics. And in the meantime, the crabs have bought up about 191,600 BTC or $3.1 billion worth over the past 30 days, which is also a convincing all-time high, the analyst said. And according to the data, the new milestone has broken a previous high of Bitcoin accumulation recorded by Krabs in July of 2022 at the peak of 126,000 BTC worth $2 billion bought per month, which you can see here in this chart by Glassnode, Bitcoin's net position change for addresses holding up to 10 BTC. Now, while the crabs and shrimps have been accumulating record amounts of Bitcoin, the large investors have been selling interesting. Pay attention. According to Glassnode, Bitcoin whales have released about 6,500 BTC or $107 million to exchanges over the past month, which remains a very small portion of their total holdings of 6.3 million BTC valued at $104 billion. Now, the behavior of shrimps and crabs seem to be interesting given the latest industry events with scam bankman Freed's crypto exchange becoming subject of a massive industry scandal involving alleged fraud as well as funds with being misappropriated. That's right. And on the other hand, some big Bitcoin investors have claimed to keep being bullish on Bitcoin despite this ongoing crisis with the government of El Salvador starting to purchase Bitcoin on a daily basis starting from November 17th. And Twitter CEO Elon Musk also expressed confidence that Bitcoin will make it despite the current industry issues. But there might be a long crypto winter, he was quoted sharing. And in the aftermath of the FTX fallout, Bitcoin immediately lost about $6,000 of its value. So thank Scam Bankman Freed plummeting from around 21,000 to 16,000 in mid-November. The crypto has been slightly recovering over the past weeks and edging up no higher than $17,000. So there you freaking have it. And now I want to dive into our next story of the day and discuss FTX reportedly use Alameda's bank accounts to process customer funds as the uh, scam goes deeper and deeper by the day. We're presented with new information. So here's the latest. The FTX contagion saga sees new revelations around the misconduct 
every other day or virtually every day, it feels like. And the latest one solidifies the collusion between the failed crypto exchange and its sister company, Alameda Research, from the very beginning. That's right, straight up fraud. FTX, like many other crypto exchanges, found it difficult to get a banking partner to process fiat transactions as banks have been hesitant to tie up with crypto exchanges due to a lack of regulatory oversight. FTX overcame this problem by using its sister company's banking accounts to process transactions for the crypto exchange. That's right, the former CEO, Scam Bankman Freed, confirmed in a combo with Vox that the exchange was using Alameda's bank accounts to wire customer deposits. That's illegal. Some customers were reportedly asked to wire their deposits through Alameda, which had a banking partnership with fintech bank Silvergate Capital. The uh, collision between Alameda and FTX over the customer's Funds later became the main point of failure. Scam Bankman Freed had claimed that even though FTX never gambled user funds, it did loan them to Alameda, which is his own company, ultimately stealing your funds out of FTX and putting it to his sister company. The former CEO claimed that he thought Alameda had enough collateral to back the loans, which he was lying. Once again, don't believe this fraudster. But as reports have suggested, a majority of it was in the native FTX token, FTT, which is currently trading at $1.28. And I'm shocked that it's still is even trading above a dollar as you would expect it to collapse to zero by now. Now, more interesting scenarios. The claims of the former CEO of the failed crypto exchange regarding misuse of customer funds have varied from time to time. First, Scam Bankman Freed claimed that the exchange and Alameda were independent entities and later also assured that customer funds were safe only to delete his tweet about the claim. Later, more fraudulent activity proving he knew what was going on and the allegations around misuse of banking loopholes arose last week when bankruptcy proceedings revealed that FTX owned a stake in a small rural bank from Washington State via its sister company Alameda. And at the time, many alleged that the investment in the rural bank was done to bypass the requirements of getting a banking license, obviously. And how many of you actually saw that picture on crypto Twitter of the bank? It looked like a hole in the wall. Now, the scope of wrongdoing and using Alameda's banking accounts for FTX customer deposits depends on the arrangement between the bank and Alameda. In a statement to Bloomberg, Silvergate said that the bank doesn't comment on customers or their activities as a matter uh, of firm policy. But there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding scam bankman freed? Allegedly stealing all of this money, uh, taking FTX users funds in crypto and depositing it into his sister uh, company, which was Alameda Research, ultimately stealing billions of dollars from virtually uh, approximately a million retail investors from all around the world. And what are your thoughts with BitBoy down in the Bahamas calling him out and trolling him, trying to get some info? BitBoy announced uh, just the other day that he finally responded to him. He said he would unblock him and in the coming weeks they can have a conversation about what happened. It's going to be very enticing to say the least. So I'll be keeping you in the loop with the latest as it is received. And with that being shared, now let's dive into our next story of the day. Speaking of FTX, BlockFi recently sued them as per a recent report. Let's break down this story. Newly bankrupt crypto lending platform BlockFi has filed a lawsuit against Scam Bankman Freed's holding company, Emergent Fidelity Technology, seeking his shares in Robinhood that were pledged as collateral earlier in November. The suit was filed November 28th in the U.S. Bankruptcy Court from the District in New Jersey, hours after Block 
BlockFi filed for a Chapter 11 bankruptcy in that same court. And as per the filing, BlockFi is demanding emergent turnover collateral as part of a November 9th pledge agreement that saw emergent agree to a payment schedule with BlockFi that it has allegedly failed to play, uh, failed to pay. BlockFi names the collateral as including certain shares of common stock. In May, Scambankman Freed acquired a 7.6% stake in the online brokerage firm Robinhood, buying a total of $648 million in Robinhood shares through the emergent investment company. Now, BlockFi is one of the latest firms to fall for bankruptcy as a result of the collapse of the FTX crypto exchange. The crypto firm initially previously denied that a majority of its assets were held on FTX earlier in the month, but also acknowledged significant exposure to FTX. And in its bankruptcy filing, BlockFi stated it has assets between $1 billion and $10 billion with liabilities in the same range, along with over $100,000 creditors. So there you have it. It's a very unfortunate situation as BlockFi was bailed out by FTX, and FTX uh, forced BlockFi to transfer all the customer funds to the now defunct exchange. So unfortunately, as a result, BlockFi was forced to file bankruptcy and are now suing FTX. How this will unravel, I'll keep you uh, up to date as more news is shared. And with that being shared, now let's break down our next story of the day and discuss Bobby Lee, who is a true Bitcoin OG in the space. In fact, about a year ago, potentially a little longer, I had him on the show and he made some very bullish prediction, uh, predictions, including Bitcoin reaching $250,000. Uh, but unfortunately, that prediction did not come into fruition. However, he was recently interviewed and he's now discussing a Bitcoin potential price bottom of $10,000. So let's uh, break this down shall we? Crypto industry veteran Bobby Lee, and shout out to Bobby Lee, says that the bad actors, uh, ignorant of regulation, have to be expunged from the market. Preach. In a new interview with Bloomberg Markets Asia on Yahoo Finance, Lee, the co-founder of Hong Kong-based crypto exchange BTCC, reveals that the price he expects Bitcoin to bottom out at the end of the bear market. Quoting Bobby Lee, Bitcoin has crashed down to below $16,000. Now, previously, I have said that it will probably go to 15000 given the magnitude of the FTX blowup. It could go down to 13000 or even touch $10,000. That's going to be a very, very drastic crash. There has to be more bad news to come out. As we know in the market in the last week or so, we're looking at the troubles of Genesis, one of the prime brokers in the crypto market. So if something bad happens with that or if something bad happens with the USDT stablecoin, then we can see much worse prices coming up in a few weeks. Now, Lee says, as a young industry, many kinks still need to be worked out, including lack of regulation and plenty of bad actors. He says it's a good thing that the FTX collapse happened now rather than a few years into the future. Quitting him here, the crypto market is cyclical, just like every other market. And these bad actors, and I'm talking about the FTX and these exchanges that are not run well because of lack of regulation and the regulation arbitrage, these bad actors have to be flushed out. This is, again, this is a very, very young market. Crypto exchanges have been around for roughly 10 years, and for a global asset class, 10 years is just the blink of an eye. So we need more regulation globally, and it's going to take decades for this market to mature. We just finished our first decade. We are now in the second decade, and in a way, it's kind of a good thing that the FTX thing happened now as opposed to a few years later. You could argue it's already happened too late. It is already in billions of dollars in losses and stuff like that. That's right. There's a 
I've heard rumors 30 billion in losses as a result of FTX and the contagion. But if the issues have not come up and if I had kept rolling for another few years, it could have been worse in four, five, ten years time. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the crypto veteran that we are likely to see and touch $10,000 as the price floor for the King Crypto. But now let's actually dive into his prediction that he made back last year, a very bullish price prediction of peaking out at over 250 thousand dollars quoting him here i don't officially give financial advice but personally i am confident that the latter half of this year bitcoin will go back above sixty five thousand dollars i think it'll peak out at over two hundred and fifty thousand later this year which at the time of this prediction bitcoin was trading at thirty seven thousand so it was representing a potential rise of five hundred and seventy percent to reach lee's year end price target and also quoting him here i think bitcoin will have its bull cycle every three or four years in the coming years i expect bitcoin to pass a million dollars two million dollars easily in the next 10 to 15 years in fact the next cycle i predict it to be the year 2024 2025 that's when bitcoin will cross half a million dollars it might even touch one million dollars send it and let's freaking go and also a wrap up with this quote here we have heard over the years that china has banned bitcoin technically that's not true even today and this was back in july of 2021 bitcoin is legal to own you are allowed to buy it sell it to your friends or strangers however it's just that you can't do it through a platform or business because all those businesses and all those platforms have been shut down when bitcoin goes to five hundred thousand dollars one million dollars china might ban bitcoin altogether when people are no longer allowed to hold it and that's going to be a lot of selling pressure on bitcoin at that time i put the odds at 50 50 so there you have it what are your thoughts surrounding these bobby lee predictions uh, from hitting a low of ten thousand to hitting a cycle peak potentially of two hundred and fifty thousand. obviously that did not happen the previous year but who knows what the future holds with the bitcoin having now just around the corner approximately a year away so let me know if you agree or disagree with the bullish predictions of bobby lee for multi six-figure bitcoin price and eventually seven figures for the king crypto and don't forget that check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.